Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, what is going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season 3, Episode 32, presented by Primex Hockey, Seat Geek, and DraftKings. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. Uh, and if you're on the YouTube version, your eyes do not deceive you. Uh, if you're listening to this on the audio version, uh, we're all together for the first time doing Woo-hoo! a live show. Um, yeah. Well, live, yeah, live of some <laughs> sorts. We're actually all together for the first time doing a podcast. I know. It's our second time ever being together as a group. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can count the Storm Cellars little, like, uh, stadium series montage of clips. Yeah, that's right. It's recording together in person. But this is the first time we're doing it as a group on the Surgecast that will get posted here. So you're welcome, guys. We're (laughs) we're very excited to share this with you. And this has been something that's been in the works for a while. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely weird doing it in person. If yeah. you have to just you know headphones on, my head feels empty. Yeah, know, we're all yeah. missing the headphone feeling for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, trying to do this for the first time in person. And so, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry if we're gonna be looking away from the screen multiple times because it's just like it's gonna be weird talking to the screen, the screen. While, while, right. while, yeah. while trying to address <laughs> someone that we're talking to. So. But um, yeah, so. Very exciting. You know, we got the Avalanche Canes tonight, so it's kind of worked out with all of our schedules, too. If it works out, hopefully you guys will have a chance to listen to this before the uh, Abs game tonight. So, yeah, it'll be yeah, it's hopefully good to preview, preview that, and we've got some exciting stuff to talk about in a very small amount of time. So. Very small amount of time, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's kind of a quick turnaround show and stuff like that. If you do listen to this after the game, well, you know, at least I know our takes are, you know, it is what Either it right is. or wrong, so <laughs> yeah. judge as you will. Either, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, choose your own adventure type of thing. But so the Hurricanes are officially back Yep. after the All-Star break, which felt like forever, honestly. Mm-hmm. I know it was 10 days, but I don't know. I so, had no idea what to do with my hands. Hockey was gone, and it was crazy. So <laughs> Yeah, basically a lot of reading, catch up on YouTube videos, and just shows on Netflix and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And, Getting to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Fortunately, we're not like the guys. We can't go and take little mini vacations during All Star break. So. Yeah, I mean, especially when you you know when you're you know like chilling your face off with the corona. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like so nervous. I don't drink, so uh, <laughs> it was a very chill. Week. Yeah, the sky's not blue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as we're looking at the bar over there in the side room. <laughs> sure, bud. But uh, yeah, so that. Gotta love Seth Jarvis, man. It's just like that dude is such a vibe. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so great. I mean, he's we'll we'll talk about it here in a sec too, but 
just what he's provided to the team too, just mm -hmm. it, it, his great in and of itself. But just as a person, he's provided so much personality for the team. He's absolutely the little five-year-old that everybody needs to watch <laughs> after. Um, yes. And I think it, it really helps in addition to Martin Nook's, you know, crazy oh, yelling yeah. adventures in the hallways. Um, he, he really provides a sort of excitement. How, how about Michael Bunting too? How about Michael Bunting too in the in the in the like hallway videos? Now he's kind of getting a little creative with like oh yeah swinging a stick around uh -huh. and, and like tapping Martinuk on the head. And I just stuff. Jack Jerry's barks. <laughs> Man, that's what I I do like with I do like with Seth Jarvis though that the league is also taking notice of his personality. Like this he's man becoming... is on nonstop podcast. I know he's on like everything. Uh -huh. yeah. I mean, good for him. When's yeah. our turn? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, someday, someday, but I mean, no, it's just, it's just great having, you know, Seth, how's good he's been playing too and stuff like that. He's kind of invaluable. Like he's being thrown on every line because he's just adding more and more to oh, him. Yeah. Like, right, exactly. There's you like a him line with, that he doesn't fit on. No, you like him with Saul and Martin Oak or Saul and Foss, but honestly, when you need a little pep in your step for that first line too, like since Fetch has been out, he's been a good addition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like for the, like his size, it's like, it's not, he's not playing small and He's throwing his weight around. It just seems like he's that – he's the guy on every line that will – like he will score, but he also throw the body too, mm -hmm. which is kind of like – And I think uh, Bailey kind of – you pointed out today how the NHL fixed their stats the about their hits. And oh, guess yeah. who's number two on our team with hits? Yes, Seth, Seth Jarvis, Jarvis which Seth Jarvis. is a little crazy to me. Um, that, that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, good for him. He's learning well. I mean – you, you see in Ron Moore's system that hitting isn't exactly something that they pride themselves on. They're no. not a very physical team when you look around the league at other teams. Um, so to see a guy like Seth Jarvis being mm. second on the team in hits, um, it, it's not it, – it, I don't know. It, it, it took me by surprise. I don't know about you guys. Well, it also makes a little more sense why – and I know we'll talk about the game later, but why the Canucks were aiming for him. Mm. Like, oh, they had him targeted all day. I, I looked at Walt during that game, and I was like, they're throwing him around like a rag doll. What yeah, is going he, on? Yeah. We'll get into that here. Yeah. Sec. Yeah, so he actually <laughs> – yeah, so he is on – yeah, like you said, second on the team with 82 hits, only – 12 behind Jordan Stahl, who leads with 94. So we'll have, we'll, we'll have our first 100 hit point, mm -hmm. 100 hit guy this year. Oh, yeah. And then the Andre fact Fetcher, that Spatch is still on this list. <laughs> 76. Yeah. While, while missing multiple The fact that year. Jarvis has more than Orlov is also pretty interesting uh, because that man was brought in to be a big hitter. And instead, Jarvis is like, um, you guys have me. I'm just going to go a little bit more in the gym. Sorry. I was talking about that with you in the car. And I was like, this is literally what we brought in this man to do is to throw a body, to be a pest, to do all these things mm -hmm. and bring that physicality to the team. And he's like many other players that have come into the Rod Brendamore system have fallen victim to that lack of physicality that the team. Yeah. But see, has. we say lack of physicality, but then like the number, like a player compared that is, to other teams in the league. That's true. Right. But like right. also a lot of teams also, they throw the body as a way, like that's their strategy as a way. Whereas we throw the body in a strategy of to get to the puck, to get to maintain possession. They throw the body in a terms of we're sending a message retaliation. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't disagree. Like I know, not, not that either way is wrong. No, not that either way is wrong. I do like that the Carolina Hurricanes, though, would rather play a 
cleaner physical game. Because, I, I mean, like, there's times where it's just like, yeah, that hit's great. Like, I mean, Slavo threw a, two big hits. Slavo had two hits total, the, yeah, at did. least from what my set she Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. But it wasn't a way to win the puck, and it wasn't, like, a way to injure the player. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll take that. That's yeah, what I'm kind of like. I think that's one thing with the Hurricanes that I think, because you look at the stats every night. Well, the, team, the team's always getting out hit, but it's like when they throw hits, it's a perfect time to throw the hit, too. Mm-hmm. It's not... We're going to go out there and just rock and sock and drop everyone. So oh, you no. see if you really heat seek and missile every single person on the ice. Oh, yeah. When they throw a hit, it actually is meaningful and actually does something. Mm-hmm. That's why you see a lot of like what Jacob Slavin does. He does a lot of stick checks. He does a lot of, you know, throwing the body in front of the puck. They do, they do the way they play defense is so much different compared to what everyone else does. And I think that's what that kind of surprises people. It's like, how's her, how are the Hurricanes so structurally good at defense without throwing hits? Well, it's because they put themselves in a good spot. To play defense oh, and, yeah. and rather use their skill also, instead of instead of just yeah all going for hits like McAvoy or True. Well, if you notice Brandon too, Dillon. is a lot of the time that we're being out hit, it's because we're dominating any other, every other way that the team mm-hmm. has nothing but to throw hits against it's, us because mm-hmm. they're trying to disrupt the last resort, pushing mm-hmm. the pressure and keeping them in their end. So, I mean, if we're being out hit just because the team that we're playing against has nothing else. Take that, it. I mean, that's pretty much what night in night out for the Hurricanes. Death taxes get out hit, but they'll still get the wins regardless. Oh, yeah. So it's just. That's the Hurricanes. And speaking of Seth Jarvis, Walt tweeted out earlier today, 200 games already for the kid. Not even three full seasons mm-hmm. in the league. He's already hit game 200 tonight. That's the nuts. It's even crazier to think about, too, that the fact he was, what, drafted, was it 13th, 18th? Uh, I think third, I think it was 13th. Yeah, 13th overall. 13th overall. He, or he ranks fifth on uh, that list. Oh, for, his, for the points for that draft class. For points class. for that draft class, which blows my mind, which – I, I don't know. You you expect a lot of those, you know, top picks mm-hmm. to sit and saturate that top five list. And the fact that he's thriving on a team that's not very star heavy, like you're not looking at two or three guys to sit and produce points for you every night. You're looking at depth across the lineup, mm-hmm. not just on the forward lines. You're looking at a team who's fifth and defenseman or points from from defensemen too right, yeah. so like we're we're a very depth scoring team and mm-hmm. he's still sitting and thriving in the role that he's playing in uh you, you can't help but be proud for it or proud of him right. proud for him yeah proud of what he's doing well the thing too is the fact that you like it's not he's not always in the top six he's uh, he, like his first year he was mainly third line fourth line mm-hmm. got some time up on the on the top six and then last year same thing saw more top six last year than mm-hmm. this year Played a lot of top six starting out. Now he's kind of on the third line, and that third line's been, top you know, six. lines top six. <laughs> well, also but, as a Hurricanes fan, you got to be pretty happy that with the way he's playing, and he's only going to continue to improve. The mm-hmm. kid has also said he understands that they have to pay other players more, so he is also going to probably, <laughs> hopefully, this sounds like a hometown discount type oh, of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like we've, I think we've talked about, it, and we, you know, at this point, it's like. There's no bridge deal here. This is going to be I, – mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, a Kakanyemi or, like, a Andre Svechnikov or, a, you know, Sebastian Ajo. Here's, like, seven to eight years. Here you go. The you- only way I see a bridge deal happening is because of the amount of players that we have to mm-hmm. resign this year because you want to give a kid – like that, mm-hmm. a contract deserving of what he's going to do for your team. You right, don't want exactly. to just give him, 
it like it, no offense to Kokanee Emmy, but he's not worth a Kokanee Emmy deal. That kid's going to be worth it, like for eight years totally. Well, you know, like he he's I'm a guy lengthwise. Well, like okay, that. yeah, no, yeah. he he's absolutely that that's an eight years deal, hand, no. eight year deal, hands down. That kid's not getting anything less unless a bridge deal happens. Which again, you want you want to pay that kid what he deserves, um, and it's mm -hmm. hard to do that by signing him to this kind of deal this off season with everybody else that we have to re-sign with the big deals that we signed in the last off season, where we're not, maybe not seeing as much production from those guys. So we got to kind of figure out what's going on there. Oh, and plus um, Jacob Slavin is a UFA after next season too. So you yep. have to get him guy and figure it out as well. Yep. Which, but I mean, there's less of people to worry about it. It's oh, next year. Yeah. Saturated this, this year is a little bit different. Yeah. Cause you got Chatfield, you got Nason, you got, mm -hmm. Shay and Pesci and all that too. So Tava Teravinen. It's gonna be very most of your defensive core. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be very interesting how they figure that out. I always yeah, like you said, if it's a bridge deal, then it's probably like a hey, we're gonna like figure everyone else out and probably in like a two or three years when you're like 25, we'll give you the big boy deal like what House of Ashinaho got his at 26. Yeah. So I won't be surprised if you go for a bridge deal. It's like okay, hey, we're gonna you know do this real quick, get everyone else kind of in our tight window. Then when you turn into like around where Sebastian's at. Okay, here's your eight year contract, your hurricane for life. Absolutely. Or, like we said, he's at the age where, you know, KK and Svesh got their contracts. Here's mm -hmm. your seven, eight years. You're still going to be a hurricane. Oh, yeah. So it's it's very interesting to see how that contract's going to play. But at this point, you don't see Seth Yards going to any team in the next like yeah. decade plus. Also, speaking of contracts, one that I think we avoided, and I'm really happy about it, uh, Tarasenko, Tarasenko <laughs> Just, is uh, now changed. on his second agent in seven months. <laughs> And is also the team he's on is looking to deal him like, and he has a no trade clause. Like he just seems a mess. What the thing point was though, he's actually a top five on the team though, so he's actually producing. It's just the rest of the team stinks. I That's just the can't problem. I can't help but laugh at that. He <laughs> also, but he just seems like in general, it just seems a pain to work with compared to like guys that take like the team friendly deals or the guys that are like, oh, I know my worth at X Y Z. It just seems like. We, we kind of locked out on that one. So, yeah, it's not really upset that we missed out on that. <laughs> no, not in the slightest, but like, even like, you know, talking about Sebastian Ajo, of course, you know, all star break, all star game. I guess the one lack of it all. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the lack of it all. I would say, though, that uh, that skills comp was the. It, we all knew Connor McDavid <sighs> was going to win, let's be honest. Like, he set the it thing was, up. He he, was, it was rigged from the start. Oh, yeah. I don't know about rigged. It was rigged from the start. For me, did you win the whole thing? Yes. Oh, I thought Matthews did. Um, no. Obviously, I didn't pay. No, I, my whole thing is that Kia Kucherov, he didn't, like he finished with a point five out of uh, six events. Dude, I, like I know you don't uh, like. Here's the thing: it's like I know it was kind of like you're whatever about it, but at least try or do something. You point have five. a fan base. You have an audience sitting and watching you and expecting you to at least do something more than look like you don't want to be there the entire it's, freaking it's, time. It's crazy to me. I've never seen anyone get booed at SkullsCon. <laughs> Ever. Like, at least look like you're having fun. Like, But like I said, he didn't score, he didn't score a whole point in six events. Like, how do you finish with a point five? Like, that's just bonkers to me. I don't know. That that just goes to show uh, the NHL. Not that the All Star Game is happening next year, but uh, it's, probably, um, it's probably not happening for a few years now because you got the <clears throat> well, what the Four Nations next year. Then you got the Olympics in twenty six. So we we could be looking at possible. I mean, like I'm okay with it. I hate the I hate the break. Like, uh, yeah, well, the guys enjoy it, but I, I I don't know. Just next All Star Game that happens. Learn from your mistakes this time, because obviously, I mean, the All Star break's been or the All Star 
event as a whole has been something that's been really, really heavily criticized by not only players, but fans as well for being very poorly planned, very Ooh. Or I've heard this year it was a lot better, like a lot better in terms of organization. Well, I think I think in skills. terms of how it was like the players were selected is always iffy, and like it's not even like it's not like fans make a big deal like their favorites aren't picked. Like they actually have Chip Alexander talked with Aho about it, and it says he was miffed about missing it because he said by not being selected it cost him a shot at a million dollars. He's not saying that he would have won, but he would like the chance to compete for it. You have guys like that who got. Had to take away their vacation, mm -hmm. went there. They got the draft or whatever on Thursday. That was a whole – we'll talk about that. They too. had the draft on Thursday, <laughs> we'll so they had to that. sit through that. And so then they're just there watching the rest of the people do the skills comp. And I'm sorry, how pissed would you be that you're like, I don't? I have to waste a day here. I don't get to be part of the skills comp. And Two watch days, someone actually, if you think about Like it. Kucherov, not even try. And you're like, I could have been in that spot. Like I would have at least given effort, because they, but they didn't even give him a chance. And then they play the game. He's out. They play the first game. They're, his team one, loses. One and, one and done. He plays his, plays maybe seven to ten minutes. You literally lost a whole week's vacation for seven to ten minutes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything Thursday. He didn't do anything Saturday. It's just it, or Friday and however the the basically it was a joke from Thursday oh, yeah. Thursday to that Saturday. Like he said, he was in. The, he played ten minutes of hockey and was basically just sitting. Most of the time, I, and it, it's crazy to think. But I want to know you know you got press and all that <clears> stuff too. But it was just like it's. What it, we it got sucks. out of it was his awesome fit. His suit was fire. The, the suit was amazing. The fit game was really something good. that his fiance. Which let's talk about that. His, I, he a has lot a fiance. Of, a lot of people were which surprised. I about learned that. from somebody on press row while I was up there on Tuesday that it happened over Christmas. Okay. Somebody interviewed him talked to him about it and he was like yeah it happened whatever you learned it on press row but i also am pretty sure hannah just said it casually she no 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 I, yes. i'm talking about the, no everybody knew about the fiance thing i'm saying like nobody knew when it happened oh gotcha. um, well, so no it happened. no no one even knew he that he proposed or until hannah said, no, it on hannah the said broadcast. Yeah. broadcast. the same time you were saying you were texting me and saying this is when it she was because everyone was like when did it happen because hannah just casually yeah. said it she just dropped hannah it out casually of dropped it but no, everybody like my entire timeline was literally just when did it happen he finally proposed when did he do it it was over christmas guys you're welcome some people didn't even know he even had a girlfriend, which was even kind of yeah, more he's more really private about it, which I mean, yeah, more, I mean, more well, on I mean, him. Yeah, most of them right? are, yeah. I mean, yeah. so that, yeah, it's Sebastian, but no, it's just overall that whole like the the that all that all star draft was an absolute all star too. draft was cool in concept. I want them to bring back the way that they used to do it. it it's just because the, the 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 mic, the way they did the mics just didn't work because you can hear almost everyone, it was just so jank. Mm -hmm. Here, here's my thing. Michael Blue Blade being on shrooms was like the funniest oh my thing gosh. to me too. Oh, how, well, how, about fact, <laughs> well, how about the fact that, that that Steve Dangle was on TMZ with the video of him at dinner with Booble and Booble's like just eating bread. Oh my god! But the, that's funny. And here's my thing. You know, what I would love for them to come. Like, I want them to the, the ditch the divisions. Because remember when we had the All Star Game here in Raleigh, and it was it was just mm -hmm. it was two teams vaguely. My catfish was there. I was not right. So, but it was it was too. You know, they need to go back to either East versus West or mm -hmm. North America versus the world, like how they did in the in the nineties oh, and two thousands. Cool. Yeah. Like we need to get rid of this whole division thing because it's just mm -hmm. not working anymore. And all we want everyone represented, but no, not everyone was represented. There was like the Canucks had like six guys. They had five guys. I mean, let's be honest. Coach. It wasn't everyone represented. It was like the top teams represented. You had like four guys, like two or four guys from the Abs, two or four guys from the Canucks. You had the, the Oilers. Guys there. That's insane. And like, the coach. 
uh, the, the Leafs had like four guys. Yeah, the Leafs, the Lightning. Justin Bieber was happy about that. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did the crop. He, everyone it, it, he did it was the crop. The, he the cut out. Leafs. The, I feel was... so bad for Nathan McKinnon, though. Cut out Nathan McKinnon for Crosby. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it's just yeah. Like I say, either he needs to go back to East West or North or North America against the world because the whole division thing is just not working anymore. Yep. And honestly, I'm kind of I'm not. Really upset that we're not gonna have an all-star game for the next couple of years at least. Because at this point it's kind of like it's such a regional thing. This gives them an opportunity to sit and figure out exactly what needs to happen, figure out exactly how they're gonna do it, what they're gonna do, and how to include literally every single player that wants to be included. Well, I also feel like it it needs clarification, just like we say with some of the awards, it's like best defenseman, it's like best offensive defenseman, best defense. The all-star <laughs> thing, if you're going to tell gonna me this happen. is, I know, but if you're telling me the all-star thing, you're like fastest skater, it's like, okay, but it's the fastest skater of the of the top players because their team, their guys are on the league that are actually probably the faster ski- skater. And yeah, it's not, they're not represented. No, yeah. of course not. It, it, that, yeah, it, at this point, it's just kind of like And if you don't want to send everyone, then be like, hey, have teams submit like, I don't know. It would be fun to have teams submit a player, like, if it's for a fast skater. Not all the teams might not do this because they might not be like, oh, yeah, we don't have anyone that would go for that. But if you're like, hey, submit your nomination for the fastest skater. And that would be really cool because then they could, even if they didn't want to take them all to an all-star thing, then you could have a, like, prelim of, like, oh, that. And then see who the fastest skater. There's just so many ways to show off the different talent talents in it than just being, like, a McKinnon a Matthews and a McDavid show off like that. Like that's what it, it kind of is. You don't yeah. get you guys, guys like be over Gorkstern who like, who already had like a place to go for vacation. He has to cancel to go up there. And it's just kind of like, cool. Cancel to go up there. And then he gets like picked almost last in the draft. Like that's so rude. Yeah. It, <laughs> He's like, I could be somewhere warm with my family. And oh instead I feel like I'm back in middle school being drafted for something. Yeah. I don't want to be like, I don't want to play dodgeball. I don't, I'm not, don't, don't pick me. I think, the only, I think the only thing that was yeah. actually decently fun was probably the mascot thing, and that was on YouTube, <clears> and that was mainly it. Or the, I didn't I, see I, that. I would say the PHL. I didn't the, see much of the, the PWHL. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone really did, but I think the PWHL showcase was kind of fun, even though the even though on their YouTube side the audio was absolute trash. For an hour, <laughs> over an hour long video, forty three minutes of no straight audio. Oh my god! It was god. just all ice noises, and that was it. <laughs> and, so, yep. but, and here, so here's a real game experience, guys. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, before we, you know, come after the you know, post All Star game, how about for the fact that they've announced the Winter Classic already for next year, and possibly the Stadium Series? And the Stadium Series is potentially going to be in Columbus at the Shoe for Ohio State for the Blue Jackets. I don't know; it's not totally confirmed yet, but it's better than Chicago Blues. So I'll give them that. How about the yeah? Like, the, like the, <laughs> well, I didn't like, even know there was a thing for the I stadium didn't even series. Know either, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's still a rumor though. But there, there's a lot of steam behind the jackets getting it next year. I wouldn't mind that. Okay, there, it's there. It's fine. It's another new team finally that's gonna get it. Right. No, I I think that's fantastic. I think yeah. Are there's, they gonna there's put something... them up against like the Penguins? Or the, like, is it gonna no, be? It's enough? gonna be a high market team. Yeah. That's honestly. That I've already honestly, though, if you think about if you're at the shoe, never been. Right. Well, Ohio State, Michigan. Detroit Red Wings. That would be that would be that a would one. be an interesting because they because you can kind of play into that Ohio State Michigan thing. Which... I just I I'm all for and this is a really unpopular take, so I'm prepared for any flame that could come <laughs> from this. I'm all for giving smaller market teams mm-hmm. 
that kind of stage. I don't care about the viewership. I don't care about what kind of market they, they poorly market every single winter classic stadium series that comes about. <laughs> I don't care about the marketing because it yeah. gets poorly marketed anyway. It's the Give it to the smaller market teams. Give it to teams who have not had that kind of experience before. Or if they have had it, they haven't had it in a long time. I'm absolutely all for that. Give people an, a chance to experience that kind of thing because not everybody does. Also, to point this out, because I know I posted about the announcement of the of Chicago versus the Blues, and I said this is kind of BS. Tell us you don't know your fans. Um, okay, I'm not talking about. Yeah, you had some. I talked about it. I about it with Bailey. The biggest backlash, of course, I had was Chicago fans. Yep. But let let's just talk about it. First of all, how first point because they were like, why is it BS? The first point that we have to say, how many times has Chicago had something like this? Yep, uh, that's the first point. Here, well, here's the funny part though. The, the 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 Blackhawks were in St. Louis in 2017, so we're not even talking like a far distance apart where these two teams already played in a Winter Classic, but this time it was at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. So it's yes. like, so how many times? How many times have the Blackhawks been in it? Second of all, what are the standings of these two teams? I'm not saying that you have to be one of the top teams. You don't have to. But also mm. think about if your team is like, I'm not saying we're not a top team. Like we're not a high market team for lots of people, but we're also not bottom of the barrel at the end of the standings, which both of these teams kind of are. Um, who's going to tune into that? And I know everyone's going to say, well, of course they're going to make money with Bedard. Me and Bailey have already discussed this. Some is this is going to be second year Bedard. So a little bit of the novelty will waned off a little bit because of course it's his first day everyone's like oh my gosh second of all mm -hmm. just take it this isn't even a big thing his game the game where the chicago's are chicago is supposed to play the hurricanes my boyfriend was all excited about it because he's like i get to see bedard so think about fans of other teams are excited when he comes when the chicago now comes to play their team and they're like this is where i get to see bedard right. they're probably not traveling to chicago to see him they're excited <laughs> when he comes to play their teams yep second year they're not it's not going to be the same. Like they're like, Oh, he's not, I'm not a Chicago Blackhawks fan. I'm not, he's not playing my team. Those fans probably aren't going to care as much. Second of all, what if like he is now, we're not going to get to see him when the Chicago plays hurricanes. Cause he's hurt. What if, and I never want an injury on a player, mm -hmm. but it happens in this league. What if he gets hurt? So the whole point that you picked these teams <laughs> this time is around one player. And if for some reason he's out, what do you, what is your marketing? Yep. What happens? What? Well, talking about marketing, like how about the fact we have two Steam Series games coming up in New Jersey, not New York, New Jersey, and supposedly the seats aren't even sold out yet, and they're still and they're pimping this thing out as a Jonas Brothers concert with a hockey game in the middle of it. I just think it's hilarious that New Jersey sold out of their jerseys and are not planning on restocking them. They're not restocking. Some some of them aren't even. They're not being shipped till after. Yeah, yeah. like there's some going out. Like the the high end guys, like Hughes and Heesher. Yeah, their jerseys sold out, and somebody reached out to fan, fanatics, and they said, "No, we're not planning on restocking. We apologize for the inconvenience." And for the fact too, it's like in, like what you said, Cat. Like they're not even. Some of the guys aren't even going to get shipped until after. It's like, what's the point then? Yeah. And like for in the front, it's funny because we they, almost dealt with that. Well, so. like, what's well, funny because like everyone's like, "Oh, how are they going to do in Carolina with the Steam Series and blah blah blah?" We sold out our we sold out our tickets twice. Mm -hmm. They haven't even sold out these two games uh, combined. 
the fact that there's two games just blows my mind too. Like New York, New York has to be involved in everything. Sorry, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. just my take. We but... yeah, I know we don't, I know we don't do a lot of like national stuff, but I feel like just because the fact that it's the All Star break and we've only had like what one game back, I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of like eh, you know we can kind of talk about it a little bit just because it's you know it's it's you know a little bit of different news but it, it's just i think i think they had a little bit more high hopes for the stadium series because of how the devils played last year yeah. <laughs> i feel yeah. really bad for them now because yeah. they've just had an injury riddled season yes yeah, so, well, injury Jack and is actually back tonight supposedly injury Ooh. and other issues I mean, with players yeah. um so it's I, I think that also might play a little factor into that um so yeah that part will be interesting. Um, also, to finalize the thing with the with I was going to say, the we Black probably Hawks. need to move on. There's a lot to talk about Yes, here. to finalize the thing with the Blackhawks, it's also, I mean, I understand if you're a fan of the Blackhawks, understand all of that. The rest of the league is never going to, is not going to be sitting right because they're already not a fan of one of how things that were handled up in Chicago. So most of the people around the league are not happy about that. They're not happy that then it resulted in Chicago still got the number one pick. So that's still not like everyone loves Bedard, but they're not sitting oh, some people, right with some that. People are even, some people are even joking about that somehow the Blackhawks are going to get Celebrini too, just because of the oh, fact of that they're, yeah. like they're, they're going to find a way. Even though so then for them to have something worse. like this, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you, a lot of it is like, the Chicago's like, Hey, we played, we paid our dues. What happened really wasn't like, it's not something like, okay, we've paid our dues. We're good with it. Like you paid a fine, but you've already with Bedard have made up for that fine. Like the fine doesn't account for oh, yeah, trauma no, yeah, that, that two million was, yeah, that two million came back <laughs> No money like accounts for trauma to people. I mean, there's not a money figure on it. So overall, sorry to Chicago, but like, this is just not going to sit right with people for a while. And yeah. I, I'm, I, we've seen, they've had those graphs of the viewership and the rating, like all of that for the previous like stadium series, winter classics, all of that. I don't expect high numbers for this one. I just don't. Even with Bedard, like I just don't think it's going to be no. what they think it's going to be. So, um, so I mean, so one last thing. So, how does everyone feel about the fact that we're getting the Four Nations next year, and the fact that the NHL guys are actually going to be playing the next two Olympics? Because they've been they've been advocating for this for a long time now. Let's just preface this too and say everybody NHL wise is going to have an opportunity aside from the people involved in the 2018 uh, world juniors teams. So uh, I know, I know Steve Denny, so. I know the Steve not Denny, just, yeah. not just the ones that are acute, like in general, the yeah. entire 2018 Canadian world juniors team well, will be barred from both this uh, world of nations competition and, and the Olympics. Olympics. Well, actually, so supposedly, pending. so from, from, I think the Steve Dangle podcast talked about the Olympics. They said that they have enough runway to where the guys like Makar and the guys who were basically like not involved are still banned. They said they can, there's an appeals process that's going to be involved where those guys who, who weren't charged are going to be able to probably find a way to get that ban lifted off, lifted off of them. So a lot of people are already probably assuming that Makar and those guys who weren't involved might get a chance to appeal and still play in the Olympics. Absolutely. For nations, it might yeah. not happen, but they said – Olympics might be a shot for those guys to get world there. of nations. I'm not supposedly too, world of nations. My heart's not broken. If they don't compete, it it's sucks a, for it, them. Absolutely. Four, but four teams and it's in Boston. It's just, I, I there's a know. lot of talent. I don't know. I, yeah. there's a lot of talent missing out. I don't know. I'm on an, I'm on an in between. Cause again, things, I, I things happen. It. It's your teammates. I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, it's, it's always innocent to proven guilty. I just, being in a team scenario, like people, you know, things happen. Like you might not be involved. You might not be a part of those groups, but I, 
it, it makes me really, it just, I don't, I'm all about like your team. You work together as a team. So for the, you'll can- know what's going on. Yeah. So, so for the Kings, mm-hmm. I think some, I think some guys have talked about, there's a possibility it's probably going to be Slavin and probably Aho and Teravinen or probably at least Aho and Slavin. Teravinen, I know Ronto was included in one of the potential projected Yeah. Lists. So we have like what, like three, maybe four guys and that's at out of the entire roster that might make these rosters. I mean, I would love to see more, but you you know how they're going to – because Canada – There's know, only so much, so many people. There's no Russian team. NHL teams. <laughs> yeah, and, you, know, you would love to see Seth make it and all that stuff, but I'm going to be surprised if somehow Seth Jarvis doesn't make it. And, like, like Tavo and Ajo, probably for sure they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Slavin is – he's a slam dunk. Slavin's a shoe-in, yeah. Maybe Shea, possibly. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. It's, it, well, because we you know, with McAvoy and Honestly, Fox I and see all those guys, it's, it's going to be tough. Different nations. I see Kokaniami making it in before I see Shea making it in. That's just that'd me. be great if Kaka didn't make it, but, but um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of Finns in this league, so there and that so that's saying a lot to me. Very much so, but so do we want to move into ads before moving into post all-star break. Yeah, let's do that. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break to do our ads, and once we're done with that, we'll come back and talk about the you know coming back from the all-star break and talking about tonight. Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring. We've recently become brand ambassadors for them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They are they out a zero to ten score on each ticket to know if you are getting a good or bad deal. Green is good, red is bad. Plus, our viewers get twenty dollars. That's like Sebastian Ajo um, off their first ticket purchaser. Purchaser with our the Surgecast. Click the link in the description to download the app. Remember the code the Surgecast, all caps. Click the link in our profile description to download the app. SeatGeek, check it out. Uh, yes. So our next one we're going to talk about is DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for a Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. So if you go on to you know, DraftKings and open up and look at the odds for the Super Bowl, that's this Sunday. Thank God football season's almost over. I'm just kind of over it at this point. <laughs> uh, the money line has the... Say. The money line has the 49ers at a minus 120 with the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 100. And then the spread only has the Niners favored by uh, minus two. So two-point favorites. Um, that's at minus 105, and the Chiefs are at minus 115 as a plus two. And then the over-under is set at 47.5 points for the entire game. Uh, if you go with the Niners as the over, it's minus 112. But if you go with the Chiefs as the under, it's 47, uh, which is 47.5. That's a minus 108. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet five bucks and to get to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight, with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven. 369 in Connecticut help is available for prime gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pray responsibly on behalf of Bill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gambling resources. And Bailey, I think you have our last sponsor, which, funny enough, yesterday was our two-year anniversary of them becoming our official sponsors 
of the podcast. Also, we got to see them um, promoted at the NC State UNC hockey game for the Carolina Classic. Showed up on the Jumbotron. Yeah. It's yeah, funny. We're saving them it best for last. I mean, when you're <clears throat> talking about over 100-something episodes in two years now officially as a sponsor, it's kind of crazy the fact that we're like two years now. Yeah. In terms of being partnered with them. So, yeah. So, why, don't you, why don't you talk about our amazing sponsors at Primo X Hockey? So, Primo X Hockey, again, if you've been living under a rock and don't know who they are, they are a wonderful Raleigh-based hockey shop. Uh, they're located over at 1401 Diggs Drive. If you guys are looking for anything hockey-related, including gear newly, uh, head on over to PrimoXHockey.com. Throw some things in your cart. I know I've been meeting very recently again too to throw some waffle wax in my cart their waffle wax i've heard is amazing i know um, it's scented too yeah scented they have Love some limited dark. edition scents that are still christmas themed um i know they have a cotton candy one um but they've they've got some awesome scents over there so head on over to primalxhockey.com throw some things in your cart if you guys are interested in saving money which i don't understand why you wouldn't be uh be sure to hit code surgecast into that discount code uh, section in your cart, get 20% off of your order. Sebastian Some of those Sebastian Aho discounts are great. $20 off, 20% off. I mean, you really can't go wrong. Sebastian's a superstar. This is this code's a superstar. I correlation. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, be sure to put some code search cast into that discount code box uh in your cart. Save 20% off your order. Um if you know online shopping is not your thing completely understand. I don't blame you. If you are in the Raleigh area, be sure to head to their warehouse. Again, 1401 Diggs Drive. They have some amazing in-stock options over there. And if you are a skater and you have skates that need to be sharpened, I know I'm running into that issue and plan on taking mine as soon as I get back to the Springs. But if you are looking to get your skate sharpened, they do do $5 skate sharpenings over there as well. I don't see why you wouldn't go and visit them if you're looking for that kind of thing. Um, but again, be sure to head over to their warehouse. You're not going to get the discount code in person, but let sure and be sure to let them know we sent you. Uh, tell them you are a fan of the Surgecast, and who knows, maybe something good will happen to you there. But again, uh, PrimoXHockey.com, OG sponsor of the podcast. We really appreciate their support. And without further ado, let's go back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. So we're finally back from the All Star break, like we talked about. The play the Vancouver Connects on. Tuesday night, and Elias Lindholm in his debut game for <laughs> Joel's Welcome is to the Canucks. Joel's is happy about it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the Canucks, Elias Lindholm. And scores two goals in the process, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think he, he got that little extra bump because now he's not stuck with the Flames. Now he's, I mean, hey, Andre Kuzmenko even well, scored there, for the Flames, too. So, both guys who got in that trade both scored for their new teams. So. There's a lot of, I think, motivating factor there for Elias Lindholm because not only is he playing in his de debut mm. game with his new team, he's also playing a former team that right. again, he, he hasn't had a chance to play under Rod Brindamore, which, you know, sucks in its own right, but it's a, it's an, it's a barn that you want to like, show up, show out. And in. you've got some fans booing you. So. Absolutely. And, which, and the funny thing, like, and I, I, can, I feel bad for Jules because she was right though. Cause you think about it, it's like, what it's like, it's not his fault that he wanted to leave and, Everything that happened mm -hmm. at that time, it's just, no. it's, and the fact that people like went after her too, it's like, it's probably not that serious. Well, also like, I mean, yeah, he might have mocked the storm. Like it's a both way kind of thing. It wasn't, it's not a hollow situation. <clears throat> and it's not like he suddenly came back and was acting like a fool to us, but like, there was a whole reason he mocked the storm search. Like there's a reason. And so I don't, he's not a player I would boo. Honestly, of our former ones, 
Probably Hall Hala was a, was and probably Cole. Good. Cole was there. I would have rather booed Cole. Why didn't we not do we that? We did. We well, did. Not as much as we booed. <laughs> we did. It's, no, it's, it's fine. A lot of people are like, I even forgot Ian Cole was on the couch. Because he's like, bouncing so, around teams. You never know where he who is. Who is he? <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, they, I mean. It was a rusty game. Which it was a rusty game. I'll, I'll say this, though, too. A lot of people were trying to put that game on Kachek of like how he lost. It's like, no. it, it's, it was a weird balance. Uh-uh. And I mean, it's the it's his it was his first start since January 11th. This dude was out for almost a month. Do I believe? Yes, he probably if he if he goes back behind there, maybe he shouldn't have gone behind there. But it took a weird bounce too. If mm-hmm. it, yeah, but as soon as he doesn't get it, I do agree he should have hustled to the, get back in net. I don't agree that he was kind of. I don't know. And but in general, I don't think there's a lot of hustle on our defense. In general, and I'm blaming that rust and getting back from vacation vibes. It always takes me when I come back from a vacation. Yeah. First day back at work, I'm struggling. struggling. Yeah. So I did. There was a lack of urgency. They're one of the best teams in the league. It only, yeah. honestly, yeah, in the. First period going into like half of the second, I kept looking at the score and I was very surprised we were tied. Yep. I felt like we were losing the whole game, which was not true. Um, But the only thing about the the goal, the third goal for them is that it felt like we were just getting back into our groove and that we were having some really good chances for us to take the lead. So when that hit, it's like, and it honestly, that didn't slow our momentum. I think we still had some great pushes. Mm -hmm. It just Mm -hmm. sucked because once you're down, it's an uphill battle against a good team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, it's the Canucks. Like they're the best team in the league. So, and it's and we're not saying that the Canes are a bad team either. They're up there Mm -hmm. as well, but it's, it's really tough when you got the Canucks who are like that, who are good. You know, great goaltending, great defense. The I mean, that four core alone is nasty. And you just add Elias mm-hmm. Lindholm, who's known to score, of course. I think being on the Flames this year. he wants to. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> the, let's, let's be honest. The Flames haven't really been that great either. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like no. it's a it's a <clears throat> thing. But sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Are you though? No. We, we, we have the memes. We have the memes. No, but... I'm not sorry. <laughs> not sorry, not sorry, Kyle. Yeah, oh, you know, he was dapping. Why I said, "Hey, how about the how about Sarah Govich comes to the Hurricanes?" He's like, "That's not happening." I'm like, "Hey, you never know, but yeah. I doubt it." But no, just to, just, just to come to Piotr's defense a little bit too. I mean, even Rod Brendamore post game was like, "You can't blame him for two tips and a bad bounce." No, and, you really can't. Like, well, like mm-hmm. what? Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Elias Lindholm put himself in a good spot. It's like it's this t- is a good team. I mean, your it's your defense your defense also wasn't hustled. Like they, people weren't hustling back to like mm-hmm. guard. Nope. men either no. so in, in general it was a the whole team kind of rustiness Absolutely. and i did see some takes where it was like you gotta score more than two goals okay so the connects are a really good team they only scored one more than two goals sometimes the goals just aren't there it's not like we didn't have shots it's not like we weren't trying like we had i was so surprised so many chances against it going. i was like, so it was, surprised that not more went in during the for either team for us for either team i i will stand by this this that third period coming back with the Canucks was one of the best third periods I or best periods ever I've ever seen from Martin HS. Oh, yeah. He played out of his mind, got extremely confident with mm-hmm. the puck. I still think about that two little flippy do move that he did to get past the blue line. Yeah. Um, that was insane. The arena went wild. It was so exciting to watch. It but- was one of KK's best games in a yeah. while too. Uh, uh, the stats finally met up with what we've been saying like his yeah. defensive effort was there yeah, he was no. mm-hmm. non-stop and this here. is coming in a game where like you you see a line shuffle 
mm-hmm. going into the third period too. And I almost wondered, is that, you know, like you're finally shaking off the rust, you're getting into mm-hmm. a rhythm, or is this what is something we should look at rolling out in the future? Cause like everybody seemed to gel really, really well. And I'm not just talking about the forward core too. Like the defense seemed to see the push that the forward core was making mm-hmm. and they're stepping up their game. They're getting more involved in plays. They're, they're, pushing more and more and more and in contributing in the offensive zone. Well, you see you see Jarvis getting pushed up to that first top line. Like, he wasn't doing – like, he was doing great with the – the saw line was still Such doing everything, player. but you were, notice, that, you were that, noticing – You were noticing that Ajo and Tavo just needed a little bit more of a push. You put Jarvis up there. Jarvis and Ajo. Their line started doing something. You put Drury and Nason back together. I don't know why you split up in the first place. It oh, comes right. back together, yeah, and then you put KK bad. back up there with – Natures and bunting, and I'm gonna say I'm not gonna lie. Again, it was a rusty game for everyone. I did see someone tweet this, and I kind of agreed with it. It's either bunting is either having a really good game or he's fighting the refs. Uh, he was fighting the refs <laughs> on this one. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. You can't blame him for the fact that they were just taking pot shots on Jarvis all night. That too. one headshot in front of the net. Yeah, a six foot three guy doing a punch to a five ten man. Come on. Off. Well, did you see Jake McCabe in the uh, what was it the um. Oh, who are the Leafs playing last night? It was Dallas. I don't watch yeah. those games. Yep. Well, it was. I saw. Well, I saw, well, <laughs> I I saw, saw the on, score. Is the only reason I knew. Well, I saw it on Twitter. No, I saw it on Twitter. Like Jake McKee has nose like cut open. He was bleeding. Okay. No call. No call. No we don't know what double minors are anymore. I mean, there was, oh a, my there, God. Was a, there was one. I don't know if it was on Nason or Bunting. Or, oh, no, it was on Bunting. It was a full hook, and the ref's back was to it, and everyone no. said, ref. Michael. And he turned around, and then he just looked. The ref just looked confused as heck, and Bunting was like, No, are you he's just me? sitting there yelling at him at the bench. Well, like, and I totally understand. Well, I agree well, with that. Well, that's what I'm saying, because like, like, you, like, you see guys getting pot shot all night, and then you call it a tic-tac hook or a, like a tic-tac hook also, call or a trick call. Also, can we talk about the Mystery call that they called that we were in the oh that, that end. what that what the hat the hand pass no no or? it was even before that because that was another bad we call were trying too. to figure it out because we we're like is it a penalty they called something everybody stopped and they went over towards the Canes bench so you're like is it a penalty like why are we getting put to the dot outside like outside of there in the neutral zone and ever and like the players were talking to him both teams were talking to the ref. The refs talked to the ref, and nobody knew what it was, and they never came out and told us. But all it did was kick us out of the opposing end, and everyone was like, what did he call? I will stand by this till the day that I die. They need to hold press conferences after. When Jarvis says it, he is 100% right. Fully support that man speaking the truth and using his platform (laughs) to where he needs to be. They said, is there one thing you would change? He goes, I think refs should have to talk after the game. I will stand by that till the day. Coaches do. Players do. Like, they – they have to. Like, media wants to know. They don't put the refs out there because then the refs would have to. Like, you're over here and be like, oh, that shift of yours was really bad. Do you feel like you could have done more? And the players are like, yeah. So you get to ask those same <laughs> questions to the refs. Those refs would be like, yeah. Can, I can we just get Seth Jarvis to have his own podcast at this oh point? Oh, my like, God. But no. It's I, I told him you have to do thing. something with that man. He has to have some platform. Uh, it, it's just, it's uh, it's just that whole the the refing is it's been a, it's been a thing all season. But yeah, like there was a lot of missed calls with the last you know, the first couple of games back. But yeah, just Jarvis got no love at all. That game just didn't absolutely hit the entire time. Like I said, it's, you can't put that on Piotr. What are you supposed to do with a, with a bad ricochet shot I, off the boards and two tips? Like, I do is, love though. After one of the hits to Jarvis, I think it was in the very beginning. They're going after Jarvis. It zooms into him on the bench and. We were laughing because he literally it showed you could read his lips very easily, and he was like, "Next time I'm gonna 
fucking kill them. <laughs> and I was like, you go, Jarvis. You try yeah. to kill them. Go. He also felt backup because he knows if anyone messes with him, really, he's got Martin uh-huh. installed right behind him. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. Yep. It, it's just, it's so great to see how good he's been and stuff like that. It, it's just it's one of those games where he, it is what it is. But um, it's killing. <laughs> Sorry. No. But what? Um, but go make a cake real quick. He had the best analytics for the forwards that night on, on the hockey stack cards and yep. Orlov and Orlov and Shaffield once again. Well deserved. Almost yeah. almost every night you see them in the top. What 10 5 of like the player stats analytic wise, but K- oh, yeah. like you said, KK, even someone I think someone talked about the course he scores for KK as well. Like, I think he I think his line with him on the ice, I think they outshot the opponents like 15 to 1 or some ridiculous stat like that. Well, that's why they that's why he got bumped up because the second line in the first in the first part of the game was non like non existent, <sighs> non existent. They did everybody they had more chances against them than they had chances for them. I think it was one and six. So then they switched it, and then KK putting on the second line had more influence. I yeah. wish they included possession time and stats. Like, if I could sit here and say, like, I'm in charge of anything for the NHL, include possession time because that's so important. Well, you know, if you, the, speaking of possession of time, but not in our favor, um, that whole shift where Nason was stuck without a stick and we were on defense oh and we were stuck God. in there, and he had no. no stick, and he was the <laughs> one who got it out of. I think they said, I think it was like 411. Let's say there was like two minutes and 21 seconds of that, of that shift for one of the guys. They were, I believe they were, it. They were on the ice that long. I think it was for, Orlov. Yeah, yeah, almost two and a half They looked tired, but honestly, they looked tired. They and I was like, someone give this man a stick. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, there was somewhere I was like, he deserves a stick because you don't want to create a five on four situation with him going back to grab something, but like at the same time, he handled it. So oh, well he pinned it at the he pinned it at the boards multiple times just using his body yeah. alone, and then at the end uh-huh. he got it and he just scooped it up and was like, "There you go," and sent it out of the zone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, "It's just funny that the man without a stick was the one to finish it." Yeah, but anyway, so that was the Canucks game, and then of course tonight is the Abs. Yes, we're coming off a two-game losing streak. Yeah, and I know as our cor- Abs correspondent, get that out of here. Not <laughs> in my house. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. I guess we saw the TikTok earlier or the video earlier of no, what okay. the vibes and all. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we were like, oh, do you see I got one? Wow. I do. She also, there was a time when she first got that beanie and we said, oh, nice beanie. And then she wore it for the next couple of podcasts. I have worn it oh, for like two. And she goes, have I? And we were like, yes, Bailey, you have no, worn I've, it. No, I, I looked back. It was only like two. So leave me alone. That's what we said, too. No, she said a couple. A like couple the next is few. You. That's, you said the next few. You so. said she said a couple. I said okay. a couple. It's okay. A couple either, is two. Either way. <laughs> Leave me alone. The wine's hitting. <laughs> Shut up. Either way, uh, yeah. So they do play the apps, and they, like you said, they. Whoever put, like, I think, well, I think it was Mike and Shane talking. Like, who put, who puts a team on a back-to-back right out of an all-star break? Oh, that sucked. Like, 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 like. Here's your ten days off, and you come back to a back to back. I think it was what? Not you, just a back to back, but a back to back where you're playing the Rangers and the Devils. Yeah, like, like and, that and, sucks. And you lose both of them too, which is even. So now it's like, now what apps team are we going to get tonight? Because it's it's the all natural disaster game. Because mm-hmm. now you've got Avalanches versus Hurricanes. You've got a situation where, and I'm I'm going into abs correspondent mode, so I apologize, but you're coming off of a situation where um, <laughs> at least you prefaced it. <laughs> <laughs> um, last game against the Devils, uh, or Nathan McKinnon's been writing 
I, what I believe is a 14 game point streak, mm-hmm. which is he, he's had a phantom two fantastic point streaks to and mm. within the season, I mean, which it's, it's just goes it's, to show the kind of player he is. It's Nate McKinnon. Right. So you've got a guy like Nathan McKinnon who didn't have anything points-wise mm. to contribute during the loss to New Jersey. So he's coming off of that point streak. We're getting an, a pissed abs team. I can almost guarantee it. Well, here's um, the thing, too. I, 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 I forget who tweeted it out. I know, I know we both retweeted it. I forget the guy's name, but – they're saying Georgiev might be going in net tonight for the abs. Uh, Georgiev is almost guaranteed to go in net uh, for the abs. I'm I, curious to see, because there was no morning skate tonight for, for today for the Hurricanes. So, I'm kind of curious to see who the Canes are going to go with, because are you going back with Peter or are you going with Ronta? The or Spencer Martin. So. The interesting thing about that is uh, Georgiev played the night that they lost against the Devils. But Eustace Onanen, who's just been called up to the Avalanche, was the one that played against the Rangers, and he's the one that held the Rangers off until overtime. So... You, you go into this, and obviously you want to go with your all-stars against a team like the Hurricanes, who are on the up-and-up, who are mm. continuing to get better and better and better, especially when you look at the month of December. Um, you want to play your all-stars, and you want your all-stars to be the best that they can during that kind of stretch. So, of course, they go Georgiev. I wouldn't put – if I'm Jared Bednar, I don't put Eustace on it. Not now, like especially against a team who's, uh-huh. who's known to put up, like, 30-plus shots I, a game. I just – honestly – I know you guys are both concerned in like what Colorado team are we gonna see? I just don't want any injuries. I feel like every time we have an avalanche version of yep. injuries and I hate it. Yeah, that's it always not puts us, it not always puts us on some downhill thing and we're already like, no, thank you. I already know it's you guys be... can go back to the West. Like no, go we, we, away. We, we, we texted about the earlier table. I'm like, it's just like can we just have not one injury this time? It's every time we play them. It always happens. The We're, one thing that sucks is, though, I can already tell it's going to be a very high emotion, very physical oh, 100%. game. 100%. Yeah. If it's, if it's anything like the last guys. game that we played against the Abs, it's going oh, to be a very physical I'm, game. I'm just hoping that the special teams show up for that for this uh-huh. game because the last time we played them, special well, of course. We're a completely different game. It is. From so I will agree with also, you. It is not, different, but that was. Uh, also, not brutal. sure. Like, we don't know what's going Imagine being in this. person for we don't know as we're recording this because he's, okay? he's day to day and he is, it's really just waiting to see how he feels, but you know, hopefully, knock on wood, Spetch might be back. You don't know. We don't know yet. Yeah. That would be, this would be a fantastic It'd game. It'd be a for great game for him to too. come back. We also need our, I mean, we need our special teams to show out. We need Aho to have a, another, one of his amazing multi-point games. Uh, we need our defense to step up um, and one would be, which I'm sorry, I have to bring him up because this social post just made me laugh. It's the uh, the Hurricane just wanted to talk about Jacob Slavin a little bit. So of mm-hmm. course they say the second Fair. C stands for greatest Colorado-born hockey player of all time. Uh, the, product of Colorado College. The Absolutely. comments yeah. in yeah. this Small school. is just showing yeah. that we do have a lot of new fans Expensive. because the amount of people <laughs> that are saying, "What does what, are you announcing a new captain?" saying this is the second C, and or they're like, "What is?" The second C, or there's huh? a new captain. Literally, that's what everyone's huh? comments on this. They don't know what the is. I didn't see. Are they announcing a second captain? Huh? No, that's <laughs> what people are asking. And the and the Canes admins the, are doing oh. the Lord's work with Jacob Slavin, saying, oh, "No, no, his first name is spelled with two C's. This is a common thing we do." Just have fun. <laughs> the fact that everyone's coaching it too, like, wow, I forgot how many new fans we have. And the thing is, like, we always joke about it. The second C stands for clutch. Uh-huh. Second C is for, like, can't you They just can't don't know this is stop. a Jacob spelled with two Cs, which is very funny. So everyone has learned something new today. 
well, the fight, I think, I think Deb, I one of the Debs, I forget which one, she posted a picture of it was uh, Jordan's tall next to Justin Falk because it, and it had Jacob Slavin was at the press conference where they were mm-hmm. both named captain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a time that was as a Hurricanes fan having co captains. Like, right. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, kind of, I forgot about that until I saw that picture. I'm like, oh, yeah. That was oh. A, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. I yep. forgot who was a co-captain. Like, 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 like the alternate captains on the road thing, okay, that's one thing. But like having co-captains for home and road, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that was a time. Yep, that, yeah. that was a time. But it's going to be a good game tonight regardless. I'm just hoping that we're on the – on the end of a win because we yeah because we have two games in hand right now on the Aval on the Rangers and we kind of have to get some points back to try to catch them. I would Absolutely. say at this point it's like if we win the division, great. I'm more so scared about winning the Dane Cup at this point. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, we oh back to back to back to back division tiles would be great, but it's like at it's, this point just give me a cup. <laughs> also, honestly, I mean, do you prefer to play a wild card or do you prefer to play? Because honestly, the wild card has kind of been dangerous the past couple of playoffs. Uh, I think as of right now, we would play the Flyers in the first round. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Give it to I, me. I, I actually, <laughs> Give I wanna, it to me. I really want to be upset because that would be a good matchup. The thing is, that they have Sam Harrison. Who's their backup? Yeah. Give me the Flyers, please. Yeah, because yep. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and, we're, and we're not, no disrespect to the Flyers because they were playing good hockey this year. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, you got you to gotta give it to Torts. He, he's managing that team very, very well this year. You, I, I've got, I've given a lot. I, I've already respected Torts for the most part, but I get, I get a lot more respect from this year just for the fact of how much crap he's given that one reporter <laughs> on a daily basis <laughs> on those interviews. Yep. But, I don't know. It'll be interesting wow. to see what happens to the but, point he can't do his job. I mean, yeah. we're. We're near. We talked about being halfway through the season. We nearing the end. I think we got thirty three games left. Thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, games something left. like that. It's. I mean, just a quick look at the standings compared to what we all guessed for the end. Mm-hmm. Um. So Rangers on top, fifty one points. Oh no, sorry, sixty seven points. Then us with sixty one. So the gap is widened a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, we get two games. We do have two so. games. Then it's the. I don't think any of us would have. Fully done the rest of this. Oh uh, no! I think it's the I think Flyers. Sam's, Sam's gonna Sam's gonna come back and clap at us for picking. Well, we picked them. Sam, last. I love you. <laughs> we picked them last. Sam, I love you. It's the Flyers. <laughs> it's the Islanders. Penguins. Devils. Capitals. Jackets. I fully feel that I did say the Jackets would be last, and y'all gave me grief about it. I, I picked them six, though. So I mean, it, nope, nope. You can't backpedal now. You gave me grief about picking well, them last. We did. We, we did, but. I stand by it. I, I stand by it. Hey, we at least, at least I looked right about the Capitals being at the bottom of the seven. <laughs> so, I mean, not too upset about it. But the Flyers, yeah, I did not see that coming. But honestly, like, I would well, rather. No one saw, I mean, I feel like we've the them and the Devils flipped. <clears throat> yep. I, yeah, I'm kind of surprised the Devils. Islanders are right where I thought they'd be. Middle of the pack. Always. Hey, I hey, I said third, and they're playing fourth. And honestly, right now, I'd rather play the Flyers in the first round than the Islanders. Because we know what happened last time. Right now? Philadelphia's third right now. Yeah, they've yep, got four points That's on the Islanders. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. I really take the, and like I said, no, it's not like we're saying we're scared of the Islanders. It's just <laughs> remember the last time we played those guys and we lost Tabo for a good number of games with them. I don't. I, I would rather not think about that if I can help it. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be interesting for sure. But so there has so the last thing we're gonna talk about just real quick is there's been a schedule update. Um, so the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs on March 24th is a 6 p.m. start on a Sunday, which I don't know why you start that late on a Sunday. That's wild. Uh, it's an ESPN Plus Hulu exclusive in the United States. And then Thursday, March 28th, 
um, against the Detroit Red Wings. It's a 7.30 p.m. start, and that's going to be on Valley Sports. So that's kind of really the only difference in terms of how that's going to go. So if anybody didn't know, tonight's game has been changed. It was supposed to be, I believe, a 7.30 was supposed to start at 8. It was supposed to be an 8 o'clock start, and it will now start at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock for those of you on Mountain Time. So be sure you guys are keeping track of I mean, that and starting on time. We're all pretty sure. We're all pretty used to the 7 p.m. time. That's normally when games are. So it's just and 8 o'clock is always kind of nice just because you have a little more break from work. But... Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. At least, but it's like you're not ending it really late either. So I guess it's not a total. You're going to do it Friday. It's fine. (laughs) Also very (laughs) true. But I think that's pretty much it. I don't think unless you guys got something else. But score predictions for tonight? No, I don't want to do that. No. Kind of will go on record. We're like, oh, this way to get the score, and it's not. (laughs) I'll sit here and say it's going to be a close game. That's all. That's all I'm prepared. I I told Kat when I woke up this morning, I was like, I'm extremely stressed because it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I (laughs) I save my stress for during the game. (laughs) I can't help it. This is the main reason I'm in town. So it's it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a very stressful game. A hundred percent. I'm very used to standing up for Avalanche goals, so I'm going to need Kat to hold me down for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Remember what jersey you're wearing? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Slavin, yeah. so it's still Colorado. I'm not mad. Oh my <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first ever in-person episode that we've ever done. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who watched on YouTube. I know it was probably a little bit weird seeing us kind of like mostly just talk to each other instead of looking up a screen, but it's... I, I'm sure you guys will get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, Bill, yeah, let's go with Kat. Where can people find you on the socials and whatnot? Kaniac Chick on Twix and KVT Hunter 74 on TikTok. <laughs> Bailey, where can they find you and the network? Uh, uh I'm gonna do socials, I'll let him handle the network. Well, we gotta um, do you gotta um, do the network. You normally yeah, you're the network person. What are you doing? You normally man? handle the network, I handle the socials. Both of them, THBN and Searchcast. No, I handle the Searchcast, you handle TH. <laughs> Not always. I do not, but that's fine. <laughs> the network is uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, you can find THPN. Um, yeah. Hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Uh, Hockey Honestly, just Google the Hockey uh, Podcast Network. Yeah. You'll find everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, by now, I feel like you should know where they are. <laughs> but yeah, go check them out. They've got other fun podcasts about other teams. Um, uh, sometimes we collab with them. Um, if you do like another team besides the Hurricanes, which is fine, um, as long as it's not a certain view. <laughs> but uh, you can go check those out as well because those, if you want to hear about your other teams, go check them out. Oh my God. You can follow me over on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Uh, follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. If you're watching this on YouTube, I handle the YouTube thing. So, hi, hello, how you doing? Be sure to hit that big red subscribe button down below. Uh, hit a like or hit the like button. Leave us a comment. Let us know your score predictions, what you thought of the Canes return so far, uh, what you thought of uh, pre All Star break versus post All Star break. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, be sure to hit that bell notification icon so you never miss an episode as well. Um, if you're not a YouTube person, totally understand. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at the Surgecast. There is a link tree in our bio where you can find where to follow all of us as well as, as, well as where to follow the podcast. 
as well as listening platforms. So if you're looking for anything on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, things of that sort, you mm -hmm. can find us over there as well. Um, as far as my stuff goes, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was about to throw it over to Zach. Um, as far as where to find my stuff, I do uh, cover the Colorado Eagles, the proud affiliate of the Colorado Avalanche uh, for the Calder Times. So if you're looking for any of my coverage, be sure again to follow my Twitter at Bailey Curtis for coverage over there. Zach, where can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me on you know X or Twitter at One True Zach. That's only True Zach. It's actually spelled out. It's not the number one itself. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I was waiting for it. <laughs> so we, we know. I, I got you. We know. Uh, uh, Zach R. Martin 22 on Instagram. You can find me over there as well. And if you want to find my writing, I uh, cover the hurricanes. Over he writes, there. guys. Guess what? He writes. He actually didn't preface an, uh, an article during this episode. I'm proud. I know. I try. <laughs> you know, I try because I know every time I do, someone, <clears throat> we're not naming uh -huh. names. Yeah. We'll have to say something about it. But yeah, you can check me out at the, uh, the Hockey Writers. I almost said Hockey News. I'm at the Hockey Writers. Blah, 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 blah. The Hockey Writers. He writes about hockey, guys. I also cover the Charlotte <laughs> Checkers for the Calder Times. I'm still getting used to the Calder Times mm -hmm. and not the other one. I, I personally, I don't mind it. It's actually pretty nice. It's nice. Not, not going to lie about that. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, but you can find me over there as well. Uh, I do a link to my personal bio on Twitter where you can find all where you can find my writing and also find the podcast as well because, I mean, this is our, you know, hopefully our main jobs at some point. We're oh, yeah. hopefully going to get that's there at some dream. point. Yeah, that's the dream. But I think that's pretty much it. And until next time for season three, episode 33, all threes for the next episode. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. And we'll see you here next time. 